We back at it again. Cuffing Season Chronicles yep. right here with your girl, Lily. Yeah, Sturgis in the building. And this episode was actually pretty informative. Yeah, definitely. Um, we had uh, Shalissa come through. Um, now, we had like hundreds of submissions, but Shalissa was the only one out of all of those hundreds of submissions. She's the only one who ended up in a relationship. You know, it stood out to us. So we was like, okay. Your cuffing season went well for you. We want to know how. Better than most. You know, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So take a listen. You might learn something from her. Yes, definitely. Um, I, I even told Solicitor that she needs to do like a seminar or something like that because the way she got her man to ask her to be <laughs> yeah. in a committed relationship. Yeah. Ladies, you might want to take note. All right, trust me. <laughs> so keep it locked right here with us, Cuffing Season Chronicles. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, my name is Shalissa. I am 31, and I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and this is my Cuffing Season Chronicles. So I met my boyfriend at a lounge in Atlanta. Um, it was called Burn Lounge. Um, I was actually invited to what was his friend's um, birthday party, so it was actually her sister. Um, she called me up and asked me if I would come out so I brought my cousin along with me, and uh, when we pulled up, she told me um, she had her homeboy with her. So I was like, that's fine. You know, I was under the impression that it was a girl's night, but she had her friend with her, so I was like, that's cool. Um, we went into the lounge. Everybody had a good time. We kicked it, and then we went over to um, Blue Ivory. So we get to Blue Ivory. we standing outside of Blue Ivory, and... Um, my homegirl was kind of like, you know, it's time for my sister to go back home. So she had to catch a flight the next morning. So she was like, you know, I got to take her home. It's going to be, you know, a late night or whatever. So if you guys want to hang out, y'all can still hang out. So um, me and my cousin kind of looked at the guy that, you know, she brought with him. And we were like, you know, you cool. And he's looking at us like, you know, y'all cool. So we were all like, yeah, we can go back in here. We can have a good time or whatever. So. The girl was just kind of like, okay, she co-signed for it. She said everybody was cool, he's cool, so y'all can go ahead and I'll take my sister home. I'll get up with y'all another time. So fast forward, we leave. Um, I guess we weren't really ready to go. And then typically in Atlanta, after the club, everybody goes to the Waffle House. So um, we were heading over to the Waffle House, me, my cousin, and um, my current boyfriend. And... In the middle of us getting over there, um, my cousin hit me up and was like, you know, I'm about to head out. I got some other stuff to do tonight so y'all can have a good time. <laughs> so uh, I called him up and I was like, hey, you know, my cousin backed out. You know, our homegirl is backed out. So now it's just me and you. So he was like, that's cool. I'm cool with that. If you cool with it, I'm cool with it. So we wound up going to the Waffle House, just me and him. Um, we kicked it at the Waffle House. We talked, we chilled, we laughed, whatever. And um, that was pretty much it. Um, he was a gentleman the whole time. After we were done, um, he took me back to my car. And he was just like, you know, maybe we should try to do this again. Like, all of us get together and go hang out. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then from there, maybe a week or so went by. And we started talking about dating. So we all went up to, um, or was supposed to be all of us together, was supposed to go to this pool hall. And once again, 
on the way there, everybody backed out. So it wound up just being me and him again. So he was like, you know, fuck it. Let's just go. I don't care. So we get to the pool hall. It's just me and him. He does like karaoke. So he's doing the karaoke. He's making me laugh and all this, you know, stuff or whatever. So we chilling. And then out the blue, he was just kind of like, I want to date you. Like, I'm feeling you. I'm digging you. So I'm like, cool. So we could do that. He did mention at the time that he was seeing somebody. I told him that I was seeing somebody like dating. It wasn't like we both were in relationships. We were just dating other people. And we agreed that, you know, it's nothing wrong with dating. So we just started dating, basically. So initially, what attracted me to him um, was pretty much his smile. And he has like this weirdly like sense of humor. Um like, he has this laugh. It's kind of like an infectious laugh. Like, he make you laugh. But his, like, his humor's not that funny all the time, but he tries to be funny, so. And I'm kind of, like, serious all the time, so he makes me laugh a lot. But his smile initially is, like, really his smile drew me in and the fact that he's a gentleman. So um, that's pretty much, like, what attracted me to him because I've dated, like, some jerks in the past. Um, our first date was we went to something called Highland Bakery. Um, it's a restaurant that's not far from my job, actually. So we went over there. We had, it was kind of like a brunch or whatever, and just talked a little bit. And then after that, we went to Atlanta Station. We went to the movies. Um, at the movie theater, we just sat and talked, and just kicked it or whatever. Um, our first date was kind of crazy because, like, literally when I left, um, I wound up getting in a car accident. So... I told him about it. He came down and he came to see me or whatever. And um, my back was kind of like messed up. So, you know, he gave me a nice little back massage and stuff like that. So that's pretty much how the first date went. So the girl that introduced me and him, um, she was a friend of both of ours, but she knew him first. So um, there was a time where... After we started dating a little bit, she was co-signing. And I want to say for the record that I did ask her before me and him started dating. Because I was kind of like, I just want to make sure that nothing ever has happened between y'all. Because y'all knew each other before I came in the picture. So um, she was like, no, ain't nothing ever happened. We cool. Like, he's a perfect gentleman. He's, you know, got his shit together. You got your shit together. I think y'all would be a dope couple. So she was co-signing. She was excited and everything. So I'm like, cool. And I asked her maybe twice, probably even three times. And she kept saying the same thing. Cool. So there was a time where she had hit him up to go out with her and her homegirl alone. Because while we were dating, we would do things together. And she was there, you know, on the phone with both of us. Everything was cool. But she hit him up one day to hang out with her and just a friend. And he turned it down. So she got mad. I think she got mad about it because she stopped talking to both me and him. So um, I told him about it and we started seeing like subliminal posts on Facebook, on Instagram, saying a little smart shit, you know, like don't be mad if your friend is you know, more attracted to your man or something like that. So it was a lot. So I asked him, like, reach out to her, see what's up. And he did. She never responded. I reached out. She never responded. So how did I know I liked him is how he handled the situation. Like, he both, he he 
basically told me, um, you know, if it comes down to you and her, then I made my choice. Like, you know, I was feeling her at one point. She didn't reciprocate, so I moved on. Like, I'm not going to stand around and just keep trying to go back and forth with somebody. You know, if they're not interested, I'm going to move on. So he made his choice. So he was like, you know, let her have that. That's what she owns, so to hell with her. So to me, that, like, kind of showed his character. So that's how I knew I was, you know, really interested in him. So there was a turning point, like, maybe six months into the relationship, I wound up moving in with him. And it was his suggestion uh, for us to move in together. And at first, I kind of was hesitant about it because I had been single uh, for a while before I met him. And I was living on my own. I was getting myself established. And for somebody to come and be like, you know, hey, we should try this moving in thing together. I've done it in the past and it didn't work. So I was thinking about doing it and I wound up doing it. Um, I We talked about, you know, some of the things that we needed to do. And he was taking me out a lot, showing me a lot, doing a lot of things, buying gifts and stuff. So there was a lot of money spent. So he kind of felt like, you know, for financial reasons, it would make more sense for us to, you know, coexist in one location. Like let all of the money, all of the finances go to one location. And we were really like digging each other. So that's why I think he, you know, made the suggestion. So we did it. And when I first got in there, I started having second thoughts because I was used to my personal space. And now I'm sharing it with somebody again. Uh, like I said, I've done it in the past and it just didn't work. So I was used to having my own space. So now I'm sharing it. I got a dog, too. So like my dog was annoying the hell out of him. All the time he would say little stuff about my dog and he had certain ways he liked to do shit. I had certain ways I liked to do shit. So it was a lot for me. So um, our communication just started getting like messed up. There were certain things that he would say that I would take offense to and vice versa. So I felt like not really to say that we moved in too quick, but I think we probably should have took more time to get to know each other. So um, I suggested or maybe he suggested that we start going to counseling. And it was like couples counseling basically about the communication because me and him have very different communication styles. Like he's very opinionated and so am I. So you got two like strong individuals like that. It's kind of like a fight all the time. And it's not a fight out of, you know, anger. It's all love, but it's still, you know, kind of like we fighting each other. So. We went and got counseling, um, and in that counseling, I learned a lot about myself, my upbringing, and why I, you know, lashed out or do certain things or whatever and not really listening to him and taking his perspective um, into consideration. So I think counseling was probably, like, the most pivotal point in um, our relationship where it got to, like, kind of got us back on track to where we need to be. So what caused the situation to flourish into a relationship? Um, so <laughs> um, on his birthday, which is um, March 1st, this is a little bit after Valentine's Day. So we met in January, kind of kicked it and dated all the way up into his birthday. So on his birthday, um, I came over, and this is before we moved in, but... um. 
we were having a good time. I bought him some stuff, came over. We was having a good time. And this was probably the first time that he and I had, you know, oral sex. So <laughs> um, during that time is when he asked me to be his girlfriend. Um, and that's kind of how that flourished into a relationship. But. At that time, I'm just thinking, you know, it's just sex. Like, you know, that's just sex talk. So I didn't really take it serious, but I think, like, maybe a week later, we wound up going um, out of town or something, and he mentioned it to me again. Like, you know, you never said nothing, you know, back or whatever. And in my head, I'm like, you know, I know you was just talking, but he was serious about it. So, and um, he stayed consistent the whole time. So that's kind of how it kind of shifted into a relationship, like, the vibe was there. Um, I think I was just being scary a little bit, but that's what happened. So this personal experience kind of impacted uh, my outlook on dating because um, I think it taught me a lot about myself. So basically, I was in a relationship prior to him for about three years, and it was a real like tumultuous relationship. So I was 25 at the time. The guy that I was seeing was 35. So that's a 10-year age gap. This is somebody that was established. He was a business owner. <clears throat> um, he had a lot of, like, knowledge and wealth and, I mean, just a lot of different things. He showed me a lot of stuff, I can't say, but the way that he went about, you know, how he conducted his relationships was just, like, it was detrimental for me. Um he was very, like, abusive, like, very verbally abusive. Um, he cheated a lot. And I found out about several, several different women's. I've um, been out to his house where the police was called because he was upstairs in the bed with the chick. I'm coming in. I got a key to the house. I'm coming in. They upstairs. I have to have the police escort me back home. Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so coming out of that relationship and going through counseling – um, that kind of helped me really to see, um, I guess, my self-worth and what I needed in a relationship. So I say that to say that all these guys aren't bad. Like, you just kind of have to work on yourself to, you know, get to where you need to be so you can be happy for the next person. And that's basically it. Like, that's what I learned about myself. Going through counseling is not a bad thing. A lot of people think it's cliche and that, you know, you probably shouldn't do it. But it's really helpful. Um, there was even a time where one of the sessions I went to, I think I started crying, like, for the first time. And she was asking me, like, why are you crying? And I said, because I felt like I didn't deserve it. You know, when you go through a lot like that and somebody is constantly, like, beating you down, um, you kind of feel like you're not worth loving. So when you start working on yourself and um, start taking the time out for yourself, like, there was times where... I would wake up in the morning and take myself out. Like, I would take myself on a date. I'd go wash my car, get my nails done, go to the mall. I would do everything alone. Like, it was okay for me to be alone finally. So I was whole, you know what I'm saying, when I got with my dude. Like, I was I was 100% when I got with him. There was no games, there was no lying, no manipulating, none of that. You know what I'm saying? I was straight and honest with him from the beginning um, he treated me the same way, and I think that's what really attracted him to me is that he knew that he was dealing with a grown woman. 
Like I was coming ready. Like this is what I want. It was confident. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of women um, need to learn that. You just be yourself and be confident. Work on yourself. Like it's okay to be alone. It's okay to treat yourself out and um, treat yourself good because you teach guys how to treat you um, when you come, you know, packaged like that. And that's my Cuffin' Season Chronicles. Thank you, Shalisha, for, you know, for sharing that. That was actually a beautiful story. I almost started crying. Literally. <laughs> I, I've been in my feelings, you know, since it's the week of <laughs> Valentine's Day. Day. So day after Valentine's Day, I'm single. You know what I'm saying? So that, yeah. that, beautiful story, for real. Thank you. And, like, just from, you know, just from hearing it, you know, like, as far as, like, when y'all first started hanging out, kind of seems like it's meant to be because every time y'all ended up hanging out alone, alone. Right. and y'all didn't even know each other. Right. You, you know, so that's that's actually a beautiful thing, you know, and like, and I think one thing I was thinking about yesterday, being alone on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I realized like, you know, like when you're in a relationship, like you're truly choosing to be with that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because especially here in Atlanta, you know, men, we... I mean, we really got our choice. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, we can pick whoever, you know what I'm saying? So, like, to be in a relationship is like, yo, I want you right. out of all of them. You know, and he made that plain, like, quick in, yeah. in every situation. Yeah. He was, I mean, every single step from asking me to date, like, I never had a man mm-hmm. say, I want to date you. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't hear a guy say that. Mm-hmm. So, it was clear, like, I want to date you. I am dating somebody, but... You know, mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with dating. What's your thoughts? And I was like, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, I'm dating too. But, yeah, let's see what's up. And asked me to be his girl, even the predicament. But, I mean, he still asked. So, yeah. And he was persistent about it. So, mm. Okay, so speaking of you being his girl, becoming his girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he asked you to be in a relationship mm-hmm. while y'all were engaging in um, relations. Mm-hmm. Okay, now break this down for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to paint this. I'm really trying to just get this picture because I've been in this situation before. I never asked somebody to be in a relationship, but I did. Mm-hmm. I may have said some things, you know what I'm saying? Because, it's, you know, so mm-hmm. like this was doing foreplay? So kind of, sort of. Like we were just getting started. Like this is his birthday. So, you know, I was going to make it special. Oh. So we were just getting started and, um, you know, I was, you know, doing what I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you was doing what you was doing, I, I just have to know this one thing. Mm-hmm. This is, and, and, and as soon as you answer this question, I'm going to tell you I have to know this. Okay, so while you was doing what you was doing, was he standing up? Was he sitting down? He was standing up. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's why. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. That's exactly why he asked you. I'm going to tell you why. Listen, listen, this is the real shit. Ladies, listen, I don't want, listen. And you seem so nice in the back. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to make nobody feel uncomfortable. But I just got to say this. Ladies. It is very rare that you come across a woman these days that will give you head while you're standing up. Mm. Very, very, very rare. But ladies, I'm going to tell you, as a man, we love that. That's the best sight of all time. We get to see your nails. We see your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all be looking up. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you 
when you try to go deep on it, you know what I'm saying? Your eyes get watery. Mm-hmm. We like that. Oh that is God. beautiful. So, <laughs> oh, so, oh, so he was like holding a trophy when he, that's basically what it was like. It was I like guess. he held his Grammy and was like, oh, I, I guess. Right. I guess. Oh. That's how it came out. I wasn't expecting that. Like, you know, I'm just thinking like typical, you know, sex talk. But oh. he asked me to be his woman. So I was like, okay. You spit on it too, didn't you? Oh, my God. I bet God. you did. I bet you did. I bet you did. <laughs> just say I don't yeah. Know. It was all a blur. I don't know. It's all a blur. But you ain't forget that part, though. This, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. Did you go, girl? That's how you supposed to do it. Okay. But um, on a serious note, you know, like, he really moved fast with you. Yeah. You know, and you said that you were whole, you know what I'm saying, like you had yourself together. But, you know, it's a lot of women that have themselves together and are genuine and honest from the from the jump. Yeah. And they still don't get the man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, that, they, you know what I'm saying, that they've been dating. So, like, what do you think you did differently so, that he saw? So, I think... I was just being myself. Like, I wasn't putting on. I think a lot of times women, like, they get in certain scenarios and certain places, Mm -hmm. and they start putting on an act Mm -hmm. because you're trying to attract somebody. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that my therapist said. She was like, girl, when you meet these guys, you got this checklist, and you just, you see them, and you going through your checklist. He got this, he got that. Oh, he ain't got this, he ain't got that. So I think when you dismiss all of that, and you just be in the moment and just be yourself. You ain't really looking for nothing. Uh-huh. You just chilling. Mm-hmm. That's when it come to you. Mm-hmm. That's when it attracts is it attracts itself to you. Mm-hmm. Um, when you least expecting and when you're not trying. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you said that because I've experienced that myself. I've I've experienced a lot of women who had their shit together, like right. Even some that was balling. Yeah. But it's like when you kick it with them. It's like they putting on, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like trying to get you to see how good they are. Right. And it's like they're trying to sell themselves. And it's like, that's really unattractive. You don't have to do that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I see I see exactly. it. I see it. Let it speak for itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't have to lead with that. You yeah. don't have to lead with that. So just let it speak for itself. And I think that was the difference with me and him. Like in my head, I know that I'm single and I, I want this perfect husband and I'm you know, getting older, I'll be 32 this year. I'm ready to have babies. I took all of that with me that night, but I didn't project that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So all he see is a real cool chick. Uh-huh. Like, I'm vibing with her. She cute. Like, she's smiling. I'm making her laugh or whatever. That's all he see. And that's all I'm showing you. I'm not showing you, you know, all of, you know, what I'm taking home with me at night. No, I want this and I want that. I'm not projecting that on social media. I'm just being myself. So I know a few women that's on social media and all they post on the Insta story is what they want their future relationship to be like. And they're all single. Yeah. And it's like, after a while, I was like, yo, like, you ain't got to keep posting this. We we get it. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are very, very, very attractive women. It's like, I know guys are coming after you like that. But it's like, that seems a little extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can I find out your favorite color first? You know what I'm right. saying? You know, like, I know you got it filed in the back of your head. You cool. I, I You know, you making plans. I may be making plans, too, but we mm-hmm. ain't got to. Right. I think a lot of times um, women feel like they have to do that. But at the same time, I don't think it's wrong with like speaking things into existence, but it's the way you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because when you oversaturate social media with your personal feelings about relationships and how displeased you are and all of that, like 
those same guys that mm-hmm. you're trying to attract, like they're reading that and they're mm-hmm. building a, you know, profile or whatever mm-hmm. about you. Like, nah, I need to stay away from that. So you don't have to do all that. Like, just be chill, you know, like be cool and just do you. You don't have to do all of that to, you know, get what you want. You need to hold a seminar. (laughs) (laughs) This is a straight up seminar. The second episode of Cuffin' Season Chronicles, the second feature is a straight seminar. And, man, you know what? I'm about to go cry again. This is beautiful. (laughs) This is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, like, like you on here, like, when the wedding comes, I'm sure the wedding's probably going to be like year and a half, two years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I, I need an invite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see this, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and when you get pregnant, mm-hmm. send me the 3D picture of the baby because I know you're going <laughs> to. I don't want to see the gender reveal because we see them all. I'm coming down a dozen these days. But, you know, just just give me the 3D. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Shalisha, for real. This Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story, and, and I hope a lot of people, you know, what I'm saying, you know, learn something from it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's why I wanted to have you come on because you know, like, with all the submissions that we have for this, mm-hmm. and it was quite a bit. Yeah, you was the only one that ended up in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And also, I think I've seen you tear up just a little bit when you was talking <laughs> about. Him, you know, I so. mean, I mean, because I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've come a long way, so I'm. I hope that some of what I said tonight will inspire somebody um, to keep searching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you got to keep evolving. It's not an overnight process. I stayed single after my last relationship for about two years, mm-hmm. you know, before I got with my current boyfriend. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Atlanta is not trash. Like, you just got to weed them out. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to do a little work, and people are scared to do the work. Y'all scared to put the work in, so... And like that, we gone. (laughs) Cuffin' Season Chronicles.